right. Good morning, Eats. Hello, everybody. It's been a while, but happy Thursday here. Glad to be back on live again here with you guys. We had some difficulties in getting on the live over the past couple of days, but uh, entirely my fault, as everything that goes poorly here is. So just definitely go ahead and blame me for that. Uh, but we're very happy to be back and joining you guys here today once again on the Daily Peel live stream. So appreciate you all joining and reading along. You already know what's going on. We're going over everything related to the Daily Peel on this beautiful what day is today? Thursday, January 18th, 2024. Of course, today's peel is covering everything from yesterday on Wednesday, which was a far less beautiful day in markets than today is starting out to be so far. Uh, but we'll definitely dive into everything and go over all the new stuff going on here at the Daily Peel with WSO Alpha and with everything else that's going to be going on. You guys may have noticed, the observant apes out there may have noticed that today, Daily Peel looks a little bit different. We get a lot of images, a lot of uh, emojis going on and everything. It was pretty sweet. So Basically, the software that we send our emails out with now actually allows us to incorporate emojis in there and make things a little bit more readable has been one of our goals for this year so far. So instead of hiring somebody who's actually good at writing and replacing me, we instead just decided to load it up with emojis and uh, images and other stuff like that to make it a little bit more readable for everybody. Speaking of that readability today, we are going to be going into everything related to retail sales. We have some data coming out in the United States for the month of December, so we'll see how all that's gone. Instacart, uh, that random Trump stack that I forgot existed, both had relatively solid days yesterday, where Spirit and Rivian were absolute pieces of shit like they both usually tend to be. And then, of course, we'll dive deep into some China economic situation going on over there. They published some stats for 2023. And, of course, being the second largest country and the second most populated country, it's definitely important to check out. I mean, this is just depressing, however. On the other hand, the only thing that was up for us yesterday and up for the year as of yesterday were crypto markets. Thankfully, we do have some exposure within the WXO Alpha portfolio to both Bitcoin and Ethereum. So we're not completely underwater, but as you can tell here, definitely hasn't been a good... Uh, yesterday wasn't a good day. It took us into negative territory once again for the year. But then Marcus decided to turn things back around today. Obviously, nobody ever knows what's going on inside the head of the schizophrenic Mr. Market. We can't really trust him at all. But we'll take it when he's going up. And th thank you to, uh, or I guess, shout out to Apple for leading the charge here this morning and lifting the rest of the markets with them. Now, of course, we're diving into everything, like I said, related to China, related to retail sales and a couple of the stock movements. But be sure to go ahead and check things out on WSO Alpha as well. You're definitely going to want to make fun of us when the portfolio is down and get in on some of the gains when the portfolio is up, of course. Definitely sends you a real trade tracker. It sends you a, uh, you get access to the portfolio. It's a bunch of cool shit. Definitely just go ahead and check it out while you can, especially because that first equity research report is going to be free. We do have Tesla coming up in a couple of days or a couple of weeks as well. Stay tuned for that one. That one likely won't be free, but it's definitely something that you're going to want to check out. All right. Speaking of things to check out here today, we have the NAHB Wells Fargo Housing Market Index. We might be writing about this a little bit more in-depthly yesterday because for the first time since fucking the Stone Ages, it seems like we're actually seeing some hope and some positive signals in the housing market overall. That definitely bodes well for a piece on Zillow as well. We definitely don't want to be super wrong on that, but we'll see how it goes so far. Then, of course, the definition of keep it simple, stupid analysis was released yesterday. Uh, basically, they did some analysis. This Twitter account that we linked to here uh, said that it was the least amount of times the Fed has mentioned the word weak or slow since April of 2022 when describing the economy. It's funny because weak and slow is also how most of my teachers and professors used to describe me in my uh, learning and grades in the classroom. So, that's obviously funny to see. It brought up some fond memories for me there. Then, of course, Spirit is heading for the shitter, quite honestly. There's no other way to put it. They've lost all of their spirit, and 
that merger was uh, basically got thrown out by a federal judge. He basically said that Spirit and JetBlue are no longer allowed to merge. I'm sure there's still an ongoing court battle for that. But the main question is, does Spirit have enough money to actually last through this court battle and merge with JetBlue as it might have to do to simply stay alive? Then, of course, uh, we everybody's kind of aware of the problems going on in commercial real estate with interest rates rising. It's absolutely decimating the value of these properties. So loan to value ratios are getting completely fucked. Wall Street Journal went ahead and actually quantified exactly what's going on there. We'll be doing a deep dive into that relatively soon as well. The only question as of right now is if that's going to be in the daily peel or in the WSO alpha section. Just another reason to get on board with alpha. All right, getting into some of the stats of the day. So we did get retail sales for the month of December as well. And congratulations to you all and everybody else in the U.S. economy. We did an absolutely phenomenal job, an absolutely phenomenal job donating to this wonderful charity that we call the U.S. economy. I mean, 65, 70% of the economy is entirely linked to consumer spending and retail sales. That's a great proxy for that consumer spending data. We spent a total of $709.9 billion in the month of December. Something tells me that's probably about $709.8 billion more than we actually have in terms of cash with those credit card debt balances that we're all racking up collectively. But still, it's always great to see in an economy like us that depends entirely on consumer spending. Now, of course, the actual PDF for this report is one of the worst things that I've ever laid my eyes on. This is just one of the ugliest charts I've ever seen. Nobody can, I mean, it's hardly understandable and it's probably done on purpose for that matter, but still it was a fairly good month overall. We were able to see a 0.6% jump for the revised figures in November. Economists were expecting only a 0.4% jump, so that was obviously great to see. They were also expecting uh, much less than we actually saw over the course of the year, as you guys can see. 5.59% increase compared to December of 2022. So obviously that was great to see. It's a good sign for the overall economy. If you guys remember last year, kind of later on into the year, market sentiment sort of switched on a dime a little bit from worrying about inflation and rate hikes to worrying more so about our odds of dipping into a recession. So this is definitely a good sign on the recessional front. Certainly suggests that, uh, you know, it, things aren't as bad as they necessarily seemed on the fundamental economic front. But of course, seeing consumer spending this strong definitely resurges fears of inflation and with that rate hikes as well. So that's basically the, the debate going on. It was a fairly good day, but of course, the market's going to have uh, an outsized reaction to it no matter what. The good thing is this probably bodes well for certain retail names that might be in your portfolio. Costco and Dollar General are at the top of the list for us at, at WSO Alpha within that portfolio. So when those earnings reports come out over the next couple of weeks, hopefully we get a nice boost there because based on the way the portfolio has been going, you guys and I know that we need that more than anything. We're moving on down into some actual stock movements of the day. Speaking of retail, we have Instacart here. Uh, you know, back in the day when that song Uber Everywhere came out, little did we know that was actually a market prognostication for the ride share and food delivery market eight years later. Shout out to Maiden TYO or whoever the fuck that is, and most importantly, Travis Scott for that prediction as well. Because yesterday we got a research note from Wolf Research, this analyst named Deepak Matsibanan. He essentially came out and said that Instacart is looking like a juicy acquisition target for a company like Uber that wants to take over the delivery market across everything from food to groceries. They're probably going to buy fucking Amazon at some point, too. I mean, who knows at this rate? But this is the wild speculation that we love to see. Just throwing ideas against the wall and seeing if the market actually believes it. That's essentially what happened yesterday. And you better believe that the market was buying this one. So this relates to uh, something that Uber did earlier this week as well. They basically announced shutting down the alcohol delivery service Drizzly. Now, Drizzly was obviously a hero to most college campuses across America. 
So don't get too scared yet because it's not going away. It's just getting incorporated under the Uber Eats umbrella. So your Uber driver will now be delivering alcohol. I now require anytime I get picked up from a bar for the Uber driver to immediately offer me shots. Uh, you know, maybe they can be drunk too, but uh, we'll see what's going on there. We'll see if this kind of acquisition actually goes through. But once again, it's that wild speculation that we love to see. Digital World Acquisition Corp. This is, I mean, there's, there's a lot to be said about this stock and nothing that I'm going to say on here to get myself canceled. But I did almost forget that this thing even existed. If you guys don't remember, this is the SPAC that's linked to former President Donald Trump and his Truth Social social media account. This thing is a carbon copy of the old version of Twitter before Elon came through. That is just such a ridiculous sentence and a ridiculous idea to be going around here. But either way, having a former president compete with the uh, wealthiest businessman in the world is definitely an interesting dynamic. And yesterday it got even more interesting because essentially what we're seeing here uh, is that Trump did very well in Iowa. I don't know if you guys saw on Monday night, he absolutely dominated the Iowa caucus, looking like the front runner for the Republican nomination. And so this back got some credit for that as well. I don't know how the fuck in any world that links to fundamental performance of Truth Social, but either way, the market certainly seems to think that it will. Moving on down to the disgusting pieces of shit from yesterday, we have Spirit Airlines. This thing is just on an absolute tear to the bottom. It is going in the same direction as the door that blew out on that Alaska Airlines plane, and that is straight to the ground. Spirit fell another 22% after losing about half of its value on Tuesday of this week. Uh, so shares are down big time. This is all in response, once again, to that merger getting blocked by the federal judge. Uh, so essentially, analysts are now sizing up a serious risk of Spirit actually going bankrupt if they don't jack up prices. But I guess that's what you get for letting people fly from New York to Miami for like 50 bucks, probably even less if you go on there now. Uh, but essentially, JP Morgan analysts uh, kind of agreed with our analysis here, too, as well. We had that analyst, Jamie Baker, saying that JetBlue dodged the bullet. And avoiding this acquisition but still JetBlue shares were down big time on the day as well almost 10 percent or almost nine percent so definitely not a pretty picture for that merger then finishing up for our movements of the day with rivian here we all know that electric vehicles have been having a tough time so far this year and that definitely didn't change yesterday rivian looking out with a tough day uh, essentially analysts at deutsche bank came out and killed the vibes even more so than they were already being killed they came out and basically said that uh you know, demand is going to be a lot lower for these electric vehicles going forward, especially with rates being higher for longer. We're really keeping our fingers crossed that they would be lower for sooner, but it doesn't look like that's panning out. And that's a tough scene for the electric vehicle market. Definitely going to want to stay tuned on that and see how that impacts our upcoming research report on WSO Alpha uh, or on Tesla within WSO Alpha, I should say. All right. And then moving on down below to Thought Banana of the Day. This is also just a quick plug. This is one of my all-time favorite emojis right here. This guy is thinking so hard, and you know that's what we do every day for you guys in order to pump out these daily peels. So China keeps on chugging along. There's a, a bit of a uh, a bit of a dichotomy going on in China over there. So their economy did manage to grow at about 5.2% in 2023, which if it was the United States would be absolutely phenomenal. We'd probably all have work off for the day. We'd pop in bottles in the street if we were able to grow our economy that quickly under normal circumstances. But for China, that's actually incredibly low growth. If we go ahead and take a scroll down over here, we can see that that's much lower than what they're used to in the preceding decade. Prior to this, prior to joining the World Trade Organization in 2000 or 2001, uh, it was ripping even hotter. It was about 15% annually. So as we can see, that's going to cool down, and that's going to happen to any economy as they grow and develop. Naturally, it's just going to slow down as you're starting from a larger basis point. But slowing down this much was definitely a bit of a concern for China and their officials. One of the leading drivers in doing this is 
population decline actually occurring in the country. I mean, population growth, nobody really thinks about this because it's kind of taken as a given in macroeconomic circles, but population growth is one of the fundamental drivers for a growing economy. You need more people to sell shit to. You need people to buy random shit that they don't need in order for your economy to actually grow. So seeing that population decline, it's definitely not a good sign for their long-term prospects. But either way, for the time being, it still was a fairly decent year for China, especially comparing to the retail sales figures that we got above. I mean, we were very happy to see 5.6% annual growth here in the United States. China saw 7.4% growth in their retail sector in the month of December. Uh, but still, that's not nearly good enough for an economy like China, where economists were expecting about 8% growth. So it's an interesting dichotomy. If we go over to this Financial Times article, we scroll down and we can actually see what's going on with the Chinese population. So this shows the annual, uh, shout out to the FT again for compiling all of this using data from China's National Bureau of Statistics. I don't want to get hit with any plagiarism or copyright charge or anything here. So shout out to the FT. But if we go ahead and take a look at these, we can see that way back in the 60s, their population was growing 23, 22% annually. And now we have officially dipped into two declines in a row in 2022 and 2023. These lines show birth and deaths in the country. It also relates to immigration and people moving out especially students leaving China and going to countries like the United States or the UK, elsewhere in Europe or Japan or wherever the fuck else they go for their educational purposes. Those are kind of the main drivers of this. So it's an interesting dichotomy to see them staying strong, uh, well, staying strong relative to the rest of the global economy, but not compared to China standards and certainly not with that population decline. All right, and then finishing things up for the day, obviously we had to go with a quote from the GOAT himself on China, basically saying that China's rise represents the most significant economic event in our lifetimes. They did lift hundreds of millions of people out of poverty in shifting from uh, the Deng Xiaoping shift into a more market-based economy, so that was obviously a great thing to see. All right, guys, that pretty much finishes things up for today. Make sure you go in and rate the Daily Peel as well. I mean, if you do say anything negative, I will show up at your house and burn it down. I do promise you that. But be sure to go in and rate it if you do want to. Uh, put a smile on our faces at least or anything else like that. Thank you guys so much for joining us once again here today. We'll be back again for you tomorrow. We shouldn't be missing any other days in the foreseeable future. Uh, but if we are, we'll definitely miss you. We hope you miss us too. And as always, happy trading, everybody. Thanks for joining. Bye now. And thanks to you, my listeners at Wall Street Oasis. If you have any suggestions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to send them my way. Patrick at wallstreetoasis.com. Until next time.